Hi, and welcome back. My name is Rabbi Tivir Brander, and this is Minutes of Mishnah, the third installment. We're picking up in the Tractate of Chagiga, the first chapter, Mishnah Dalit. Today's learning is in memory of Sarah Glicka Bas Baruch Eliyahu, my wife's Miriam's maternal grandmother, whose your site is today. She was a woman of incredible inner strength, fortitude and persistence, and also lots of love. She's deeply missed by our entire family. And our hope is that our learning and our continuing her legacy is an aliyah, is a merit to her neshama, to her soul. The Mishnah begins with discussing the third of the different sacrifices that we've been talking about. So far, we've spent time on the two obligatory sacrifices, the Olat Riyah, the seeing sacrifice, the burnt offering that is brought by the pilgrim totally to God as a moment to consecrate, to recognize, and to commemorate the experience of appearing and being seen before God on this joyous holiday for Aliyah Larego. The second sacrifice that we've talked about so far is the Chagiga, the Shalmei Chagiga, the sacrifice that the Chag draws its name from. And this is a sacrifice that provides meat, both for the Mizbeach, for the altar to be sacrificed to God, to the Kohen who's bringing the sacrifice, as well as to the bringers, the Baalim, the owners of the sacrifice. And in response to an obligation, to enjoy the holiday, the samachta lefnei Hashem alokecha, the samachta bechagecha, that you should be joyful on your holiday. Our rabbis learn that there's an obligation to enjoy a meal of meat, a festive yom tov meal, like many of us have. But in the time of the temple, there was an added dimension, and then that meat was special, sanctified meat that carried a certain ritual experience of being able to engage in a certain level of meat that was consecrated and being able to bring Kiddushah, holiness, into the experience of Yom Tov, even a higher level. Obviously, the pilgrim eating that meat at that time had to eat it with the proper level of holiness that to be ritually pure. It had to be eaten in a certain location within the confines of the temple or Jerusalem and had to be eaten within a certain amount of time, within the two days and the night in between of since that sacrifice was brought. But fulfilling those obligations, this enabled the community, the individual, the family that was consuming this meat, not just to enjoy a special Yom Tov meal, but elevate it by being able to eat kachim, holy sanctified meat to God. So how does one do that? And especially if there's not enough meat for a large family, so there's this idea of the shalmei simcha, these optional offerings of shlamim that provide meat for the bringers of the sacrifice that can be used to supplement and ensure there's enough meat for the entire family and the entire Yom Tov experience. So how does one bring that sacrifice? So the Mishnah begins, Yisrael yotzin yedei chovatan b'nindarim u'b'nindavot u'b'maiser b'hema. The regular Jew who appears on the Aliyah Larego before the holiday is able to be bring these Shalmei Simcha, can use Nidarim, can use oaths, Nidavot, pledges that were made over the course of the year to offset 
this need for additional meat. Meaning, if over the course of the year, I swore to bring a sacrifice, a shlamim, to the temple, so I could bring it now for it to fulfill my obligation for my oath, for my vow, and also then use it to supplement my Yom Tov meal to ensure that I have enough meat for my entire family. And as part of bringing the tithe of the animals, every tenth animal that I have, I bring and has to be eaten in holiness in Yerushalayim, which I can do at this point, and almost count it doubly, both as an obligation of Meiser Behema and also for my Yom Tov meal. The Akwanim and the priests, they're able to use that the portions that they receive from other sacrifices, from the sin offerings of the people, the chatat, that the regular Jew brought at this moment, part of that meat is given to the Kohen to eat, that meat can count to supplement the obligation of eating meat and enjoying Yom Tov uh, through eating meat. Ashamot, another form of sin offering that an individual might be obligated to bring because of misdeeds over the course of the year. The Bechor, the firstborn animal that is given to the Kohen. The Chazel, Bashok, the special portions of the Shlamim, the regular Shlamim that the Israelite brings, the thigh and the breast that's given to the Kohen, all of these portions even though they come to the Kohen for other reasons, can be eaten over Yom Tov, fulfill this obligation of samachta b'chagecha, of enjoying the holiday through the consumption of sacred meat. But not through the meat of chicken, and not through minchaot, the leftover of the flower sacrifices, the meal offerings that are brought in the temple. That even though these the meat of the chicken and the leftover of from the mincha the flour that's left over of the sacrifice are sacrificial uh food and they carry the holiness of sanctified food since they are not uh, meat of an animal um, they don't qualify to fill the obligation of the samach of enjoying the yom tov through the consumption of meat like the other examples that we brought so far We'll pick up with the next Mishnah, Mishnah Hay, tomorrow. Have a wonderful day.